0: Until right now, this very moment, contractors have always been on their own, not as tradespeople, but being alone and knowing how to take their business to the next level. They call us working class, they call us blue collar. They say that we don't have the smarts to become the business owner that we're meant to be. That is such bullshit. You have the ability. You're more than any of that. The question, really, is where do you get the insights that you need specific to contracting to systemize your business so you can get your profits to pay for your freedom? I'm Andrew Houston. I'm going to show you how to make more profits, how to get more control, how to get more freedom in the simplest, quickest way possible without any of that bullshit. Welcome to the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. Listen up, level up, and if you learn something, like the video, subscribe to the channel, change your business, change your life. All right, everybody, welcome to another No Bullshit podcast. I'm here with my man, Liam Warren, and we're talking about something that... You ready, guys? I've never even talked about. Liam, what are we talking about today, dude?
1: Today, I get to uh, take over the driver's seat. I'm the director today and get to do the the big boss move. And yeah, we're going to talk about Andrew's journey, Andrew's story, how he got here, why he's here, and Mm -hmm. some stuff maybe you didn't know about the man behind the voice the podcast pse
0: exactly dude so um i you know just let everybody know i think the first thing you might be asking is you know why am i talking about this now like we're literally going to go through the years right we're going to go way back you know like back when uh, dinosaurs
1: roam the earth you know yeah
0: oh, <laughs> thanks liam okay thanks a lot i love that you're running this podcast here. <laughs> yeah uh bastards, Yeah. so yeah i'm going to give you guys the, sort of the lay of the land of like my journey um and i haven't talked about it Um, I think one of the things is that I'm not a guy that really wants to, I'm more about making it about you guys and and interviewing, you know, um, our champion CEOs, interviewing people like Liam and giving you guys tips and tricks and and insights under the hood, behind the scenes type of stuff. Um, And I just really, I don't know, I don't really talk that much, I find, about myself regarding this journey. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think it's a good time to talk about it. So. You got. You yeah, guys, I mean, it's, it's a, it's you a guys question we get it. a lot.
1: Like we get, we right. get this question all the time, right? Whether we're talking to people for the first time, you know, on a calibration call, whether it's on, you know, a group session, webinar, like you know, it comes up all the time, right?
0: Totally, totally. Yeah. Well, thing. You, you guys keep telling me, okay, Andrew, you got to tell us your history, the journey. I'm like, yeah, I thought I already talked about the journey. No, we're talking about the journey, journey. Like, put some dates to it, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm going to, um, I'm going to lay out the land of like the journey throughout the years i'm going to give like a cole's notes version of it by the way anybody i'm dating myself cole's notes man that was like that got me (laughs) through fucking college like crazy all day long and even back to high school which we're going to touch on briefly so we're going to go all the way back in time so get ready for the time warp okay um not back to diapers but uh i got into the trades a really long time ago okay so this goes back to high school um i was taking co-op um i had already decided in high school that i was going to become a tradesperson. okay and i'll just get again cole's notes version why well um i enjoyed it i grew up on a farm um i was always doing tradey stuff i loved like you know welding and doing shit like that with my dad so i just loved it and i accelerated with that in high school i used to i used to get super high marks uh i remember getting awards in in high school and uh I'd get nineties and almost hundreds in, in shop and then I'd fucking be getting like fifty three in, in English. So I mean, goal figure, right? But anyways, so I started the journey wanting to become a tradesperson back in in high school. Um I got massive support. I was very fortunate I got massive support from my father who's a tradesperson my dad was a mechanic and my dad was also a tower crane operator and uh, first generation Canadians uh, family coming over from Ireland uh, having a trade it was always said to me Andrew if you have a trade you can always fall back on a trade they always need tradies you can always make good money doing it and I was like okay I like it I can make money doing it fucking let's let's get going with this right so um, 1993 um, I got the ring anybody's watching the podcast this is my George Brown ring uh, became a licensed electrician at the age of 23. I was one of the youngest guys uh, to become a licensed electrician in Ontario at the time. Um, and what? Why is that? What had that happen? That really wasn't a big plan of mine. But uh, with all the hours I put into co-op in high school, they actually they allowed oh, me. Yeah, like 2,000 hours off my fucking trade. Something yeah. nuts. Uh, because I'd put in so much time, right? And I had all the hours to. I, I, my mom being Mrs. You know tracking data kept all the fucking hours and all this stuff right so anyways uh, took off a chunk of time became an industrial controls licensed electrician um, and I know look at nothing against any other types of uh, electricians uh, but back in the day it was, there was residential electricians, there was commercial electricians and then there's industrial control. industrial control could do any one of those three tri- uh, types of electrical. I got that. I loved automation. Um, I liked the high-tech shit i like the all the concentric bends and all you know all that sort of yeah, yeah. um because i was also that kid growing up um uh on a farm with three channels and i love sesame street where they used to have that that part where it was like here's how this is made right Fucking chocolate oh, yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah i was like oh man i want
1: it yeah yeah
0: yeah how it's made right so that brings us to so licensed electrician um, 1996, I opened up Houston Contracting. So let's just, a little small gap, we'll come back to that in a second. Uh, why did I open up my own business? Because I fucking hated some of the companies that I worked for uh, because I was there way ahead of time. I was trying to be prepared and they constantly let me down. in, in I think so that's many, like
1: everybody who yeah. probably listens to this podcast. The reason they started their own contracting business is they're either, yeah, their boss was an idiot or bad culture or Or whatever, family. Or they're like, hey, I, or I can do this better than this guy. Yeah, Totally.
0: Totally. Right. So, so that was me. Okay, we'll yeah. come back to that in a bit. Okay, um, so I thought I was smarter than uh, than all the owners. <sighs> right. I learned the hard way that wasn't the case. But anyways, um, 2000 and in between this journey, guys, um, I decided because I love automation. I got really pissed off. Um, not to get too technical, too geeked out here. But a lot of the equipment that I used to work on, like uh, eddy current drive systems, variable frequency drives, anyways, the, 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 the electronics behind allowing me to do my robotics became a major pain in the ass. So I could, they would break down, I'd have to go to, you know, this electronics shop and get these things repaired, then I couldn't do, you know, I couldn't do what I wanted to do with Houston contracting because I was always waiting for parts, always waiting for this fucking drive to be fixed, right? Because it's high-end, yeah. high-tech shit that I was waiting for. And then, and then I'd have all this bullshit that the clients would be giving me. So me being Mr. Hey, I'm going to do it all on my own, Mr. Hughes, I went back during, throughout this journey, guys, um, and I got my electronics engineering technologist. Mm. Yeah, I totally geeked it out. I guess about uh, another year and a half I would have become an electronics, uh, electronics engineer. So I became an electronics engineering technologist, took a three-and-a-half-year course, did it in Toronto RCC in a year and a half. So it was a crash course, 40 hours a it week. Is. Yeah. Wow, full-time job. Full-time job. So you guys are like, what? Wait a second. I thought you had Houston contracting. So we'll come back to that as well as to, you no, know, one of the reasons I got the business to run without me was not only for my marriage and my family, but because right. I, w- I wouldn't have been able to do this to yeah. become electronics engineering technologist. Okay. So I didn't have a plan to sell the business. Um, so now we've jumped from 1996, opening up my own business to now it's 2006, or so i'm trying to go back in time but say roughly yeah, that's okay nine ten years where i became uh, the electronics engineering technologist and ran houston contracting okay now it's 2007 uh, i get a knock on the door and uh it's this guy that you know i knew in the industry he was my biggest okay. competitor and okay. and him and i used to go out for coffees and so i always believed in co-opetition. you guys might want to write that down coopetition is uh, wor- yeah working with your competitors cooperatively and all you tradies out there you might know what that means okay because if this thing's getting recorded uh i don't want anybody knocking on my door but we used to have say conversations let's just say on certain yeah. things to make First sure that with
1: them. Right? yeah yeah. Like, yeah
0: there's enough food yeah. for everybody right exactly. exactly so he came knocking on my door because we'd have some in-depth conversations say hey man like okay you're working on this project yeah i'm working on this project and again whatever um but he'd be like, how the fuck are you doing this with half the guys? You're doing, you're producing, you're building like more, auto- yeah. yeah, you're being, you're doing more automation lines than me and you have half the guys. So I started specializing back in the day, just to let you know when I had my automation business, I really, I naturally leaned towards niching because I think there's, you could call it smarts or you can call it laziness or maybe laziness and smarts goes together, but I was like, "Hey, man, if I can if I can write a PLC program, like ladder logic, all you all you geeked out electricians out there, you know what I'm talking about. Anyways, this is, it's a type of programming for program for uh, robots, mm-hmm. for PLCs. I'm like, wait, if I can write a program for a beer bottling line, which I love beer, still do, um, great guys to do jobs with. If you guys want to make some good money, go do uh, automation lines for breweries. Okay, they got tons of cash, tons lots of margin. Of and you get <laughs> lots of perks, man. Right, They're free beer." all freaking summer long um so anyways um used to do uh automation lines for uh, breweries realized back when i was systemizing my business which we'll come back to that hey why don't i systemize this you know part of this business in the sense that i can use the design work that i did for one line and do it for another one and only have to do like a quarter of the work and make it a shitload of money
1: makes sense yeah
0: by the way that was the biggest reason that the other guy couldn't scale his business because he was taking on any and every fucking type of automation He's oh, the
1: wheel every time right yeah
0: yes oh i'm gonna do automotive yeah, yeah. oh now i'm gonna do yeah. brake lines oh now you i'm gonna do fucking, stuff
1: yeah
0: i'm like fuck that i'm just gonna do breweries and farm equipment by the way just to let you guys know farm
1: no, i think that's a big that's a big thing i think a lot of people listening can relate to right where it's like you start off your business and you're like, I'll just do anything and everything. I'll work and I'll take every job I can get. I'll work for every type of customer, right? Because you want to get revenue. You want to you know, build your brand, right? And you're like, yeah, like I'm doing all this stuff. And how many people come to us? They're like, I do like, you know, ABC, XYZ. And we're like, whoa, it's a lot of stuff, right? Like, cool. How much that, you know, which are the most profitable types of work? Or like, which ones make you the most money? I have no idea. So it's like, we just do decks and we it's deck season and we do roofs and we do, you know kitchens and it's like okay wow it's a lot of stuff right and not to say that you, there are contractors who can do be like a full service GC it is possible and that example just like to be a full service electrical company like to do service residential commercial but usually that you don't start there usually you end up getting there that's like the scale part right and you have to know how each of those work and how profitable they are yeah I think a lot of people they don't like the niche because they're afraid it's like oh there won't be enough work right or I'm going to keep my guys busy or you know. You know, I can only advertise to so many people. But in reality, right, it's usually a death sentence to try and be all things to all people.
0: So, Liam, you know how I come up sometimes in these podcasts with these fucking words or acronyms or yep. descriptions and I've never used it before? Yeah. OK, well, I got I got a new one for you. Hit me. Hit me. Repurpose is free profit. Mm. Say that again. Hm. Repurpose is reprofit. profit. You're like, what? Yeah. Well, so I was able to repurpose the programming, the design. Right. So that yeah. I could reprofit on the next job, charge the same amount. Right, yeah. And I just reused. Right. What, what I worked? <laughs> and the
1: and the profits went. Doo-doo, doo-doo, Look, at, oh, yeah. Look at like Warren Buffett. He only invests in like 10 companies ever at a time. Right. With like the same strategy every time. It's like that's it right <laughs> it's dude it, it, i never warren exactly warren is like
0: i don't go i don't touch this because i don't know it i don't touch this i don't yeah. ever's like yeah but warren there's so much freaking money in the high and tech and doing a
1: short telecom. And all these he's just like i don't do that not my strategy right no what's made us money that's got us here today will keep making us cool. money right
0: so uh, liam that's great that you pause there because again we'll continue with this journey uh, and we'll come back to this but guys everybody listening in the whole mindset of building an automation line is to automate like think about the word automate okay repurpose is a form of automation okay um and so again we'll come back to that but guys whatever you do listening on this podcast um this is the journey this is my journey i didn't know i was going to do this journey but there is definitely there is definitely a common denominator throughout this whole journey Okay, um, And it is back to the repurpose. It's about right. Uh, re- re-leverage, right? Okay. Yeah. So where do we leave off? 2007 sold biz. Okay. Um, and then, you know, uh, I am just going to briefly touch on this. I did get into the corporate world, okay? Uh, I did that for a short period of time. Um, yep. And I'm just, I'm highlighting that. I'm only highlighting the things that are relevant from that perspective. Yeah, I know,
1: what, the important things.
0: Yeah, so it was a $14 billion company. It was Siemens Micro that I worked for. Um, and I'm going to tell you, is the only way that, that company could have gotten the $14 billion, guys, was through systemization, through e- reuse, through automation. Yeah. Automation. That's totally it, through automation, okay? Yep, and so totally. I used a lot of those insights, right? The importance of a structure, the importance of organizational you know, charts, of policies yep. and procedures and job descriptions. So that combined with my past knowledge was is just was a – I didn't know it at the time. It was a formula for me becoming a coach, okay? So
1: how the hell did really important here, too, we need to touch on, which is, you know, some people, when they come to us and they talk to us, they think that we only work with, like, electricians sometimes or tradies because that's what, what you talk about in your background. But it's important, guys, that when Andrew is doing all this kind of work, right, building uh, automation lines with breweries, all this stuff. He had to work with every single other trade, right? He had to work with, you know, machinists. He had to work with plumbers, HVAC, right? Like metal, uh, roof, he had to work with everybody because everything interrelates for those kind of uh, production lines, right? So he was working with all these different types of, um, you know, contractors or working with like maybe a GC, right? Or, a you know, industrial developer. So it's like, you know, Andrew got to experience and learn, you know, good and bad and from like all these other trades, all these other types of contractors, right? It wasn't working in a vacuum.
0: Yeah, and it's awesome timing that you bring that up. So we're going to get into how I became a coach. And got okay. to
1: see how bad some of them run their business. Well, this is it. So everybody <laughs> you're waiting this. on them, right? You're half the it. time you're waiting on them.
0: Hurry well, up and wait. Most of my, all my buddies, like basically 90% of all my bros were, which still to this day, are, were all tradies. Okay. Tradies hang with tradies, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So throughout this journey, guys, of me owning my contracting business in 1996, Okay, all the way up to me buying a coaching franchise in 2009. Okay? In that journey, okay, I didn't know it, but all those systems and tools and strategies and templates and spreadsheets and, and having my beautiful wife, Jennifer, a chartered accountant to help me with the financials and understand them. When I was yeah. sitting down having breakfast with the boys or going out you know, having a few pints with the boys... And they were asking for, hey, man, I'm struggling with this. Or, Andrew, how did you get the business to run with it? Or, Andrew, I, I can't find anybody. I'd be like, hey, man, yeah. here's the systems that I created. Here's what worked for me. And then we would, yeah. apply, I would, I would, they would apply it. We'd go to my fucking house on a whiteboard. Because whenever I designed the automation lines, I'd go to the whiteboard, right? right. Uh, hence, I have like everybody looking in, right? <laughs> I, I have, let's see. What do I have? It's like, if I could have a whiteboard in my backpack, I would, Okay. I'm away from my bathrooms. That's it, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Jen, Jen wouldn't like that. So, no. so I I was te- I was testing all these systems on other people's businesses. Yeah. Without even knowing I was a
1: coach. Yeah, like, un- unintentionally, right? Maybe knowing your coach. They were
0: like Andrew, that worked. Andrew, oh my God! You know those phones? You know those scripts things that you did? Now when people call in, I can filter out these fucking arseholes, these deadbeats, these guys that are tire kickers. Yeah, it's working for my business. And that was like the framer, and then the the other guy was the fucking roofer, got buddy, and then the other guy was right, the other guy was the HVAC and plumbing, and they'd be like, "Holy fuck, Andrew!" So when I sold the business, guys, just let you know. Long story short, sort of wrapping this up. I used to play a lot of, I played a lot of hockey. Okay, not as much as you, Liam, but I played a bit of hockey. Okay. Yes. And I was in the nets. And I'll never forget the day that I was like, what am I going to do now after this business, right? Like, I've sold this business. What do I do? And I never forget being on the ice. And uh, a buddy of mine goes, Andrew, what, what are you talking about? I go, dude, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. They're like, why don't you help? Why don't you get, have a business of helping contractors? I'm like, what do you mean? You've been helping all of us all these years. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Right. Nobody's going to pay for that. And I swear to God, my buddies word and reason <laughs> famous, famous last words my buddies were the reason they go okay andrew here's what we're gonna do we're gonna pay you like what you're not pay, fucking paying me anything dude I Go no if you increase our profits hence profit for contractors if you increase our profits then we'll give you a certain percentage of this profits is that fair i'm like that's fair that's good okay so i was very profit driven why because my wife is an yeah, account so pro- the word profit to me was like that like i lived that was part of my my successful marriage right no profits bad marriage good profits uh, it tend to help okay it does it's not the answer to everything no no, they do yeah yeah for sure allowed our freedom to do the things we want to do and travel and and then you know all the rest of stuff now um in between this journey guys uh so i'll wrap up so i bought the bought the franchise um so had had a coaching franchise. Um, it was a very generalistic coaching franchise. I learned a lot from it. Um, I'm grateful for it. Uh, the problem with that franchise was that they were generalists. Right. Okay. Hey, you need to put systems in place. Okay, dude, thanks. Um, what systems are we going to be bringing to the <laughs> yeah, clients? What doing? You know, Whatever. Everything needs to be systemized. Okay, so how do you systemize the hiring? Oh, well, I mean, they, they have to figure that out. And I was like, why fucking... I got... I got all the stuff that I use in my business. Hey, guys, here's 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 how, what you use, right? Yeah. Same with my buddies. OK, Perfect. so here, here's the funny thing is that franchise started taking my
1: stuff. Like your content, your IP, your ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Which is part of the agreement.
0: Yeah. But the day that somebody doesn't acknowledge when somebody gives you a gift, my personal opinion. OK, in other words, if somebody's giving you something and you claim it as yours, that, then whatever you get in the negative because of that you fucking deserve it yeah,
1: totally. okay
0: totally Totally. so yourself, yeah. yeah instead of like some guy standing up on stage going yeah i created this new system i'm like what the fuck that's my those are my templates dude what do you mean like right um, so anyways the i ended the franchise I, I followed through in the agreement followed through in the terms in the years that i committed to but the day that, that franchise was up <laughs> that was it i was fucking done you were at the door right totally Right. Yeah. And so, so long story short was I then decided, you know what, um, I, I'm going to start my own coaching company. Okay. Cause so it started proffer contractors. Um, and
1: the way, know, the way I guess, yeah, same thing. It's like, I can do it better. I can help people better. You know, it's the same reason why, again, people in the PFC families aren't their business, right? They're like, I can do, you know, I think I can do totally. this better or do it more impactfully.
0: Right. Totally. Absolutely. Dude. Absolutely. So yeah. things skyrocketed. Okay um the business skyrocketed why um i was driving around in the car going from place to place to place because that was the model of the franchising, the franchise company had said that the only
1: way it yeah, was also before like all the technology we have now right like zoom wasn't really a thing you know what i mean it was more like that was early days of like the online coaching tech thing of you know everything virtual right like that was Dude, just i stunning.
0: i bought a polycom there you go yeah geez. so i had no zoom all i had was fucking uh, uh, here dial into this number right <laughs> because i was like how congruent can i be teaching these people right that i need the drive i'm a one-man show and i'm not even scaling this coaching business and i'm not even applying the things that i'm teaching i'm, I'm driving around or they're having to drive to my place this is ridiculous like that's a it's that's not efficient like,
1: also right Too much right but well, this is the whole thing
0: right how could you be a coach if, unless you're teaching stuff to make people effective right and efficient right yep. so that's my journey uh tw- you know 2015 or so um uh you know um, started, you know, the, the Corporation of Proper Contractors was into the coaching, you know, with the franchise at like 2009. And my buddies were like, "Dude, you've always been coaching, like right, yeah. you, before even coaching, right? It was yeah, even yeah. a thing, right?" And um, yeah, and th- that brings us to today. And in that gap of, you know, owning my business, right, and se- and selling my business, there was something, you know, something called kids that came into the picture.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and that changes change things dramatically right right you think it's difficult to balance a business then it's then it's the next level of difficulty is balancing a business and a marriage the next level of difficulty is bus, balancing a I'm business sure and marriage and kids can relate <laughs> right and then <laughs> totally, it's like yeah. right and even now in today's realm like you know my yeah. you know I'm like what I think I'm like 25 or 30 years old anyways I'm you know, just just joking I'm like 50 okay I am 50 the next level of complexity comes in. So you're now having to manage a business, you're now having to manage a marriage, you're now having to manage children, and now you're having to manage your own parents. You know, mm-hmm. Like my dad's, got, my dad's got dementia, and there's challenges that come into play, right? Age comes in. Now you're at that the next chapter
1: yeah, yeah. of, of next complexity. Of
0: journey. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And if you don't get that business right it just negatively feeds everything or positively feeds everything. Yeah, it's exactly, it's, it's inversely
1: related. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I guess maybe Liam, I don't know if you want to ask me, you know, questions around that first phase of like owning my own business
1: and things of that nature. I'm not, I'm not sure what some of you're the interviewer did literate. Yeah, no, there's one thing I want to just like touch on for everybody listening. And it's, again, this is like a really important thing that, everybody listening to this podcast again guys whether whether you you know you work or engage with pfc at the end of the day is irrelevant right that's why we put out all this content because we just want to help people right and even if just listening to five minutes of this podcast gives you an idea or you know makes you go you know what i'm going to change what i'm doing in regards to pricing or hiring whatever right that that's awesome then we've won and we've helped people right or i'm kinda, not alone yeah or or it just gives you perspective right and, and ultimately you know the the real reason most of us get into business especially in the coaching space, right? So we, we want to help people, right? And we want to help as many people as possible. So that's why we do the things we do. But one of the key things with, with whether it's being a contractor, let's say you're just a contractor, whether it's your business owner, whether it's your coach, one of the most critical things, you know, Andrew hasn't talked on it. That's why I want to talk about for a minute is that the most successful people that we know who are as coaches um, or contractors is that they're constantly committed to educating themselves mm-hmm. and investing in their own success and learning. It is like the most important thing, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. just listening to this podcast, right? That, that's investing your time, right? You're investing yeah. your time to learn or to get new ideas or whatever, right? So, and maybe listen to other podcasts. That's great. But the point is, is that along this journey, Andrew was, you know, like said, he said, he's doing, you know, extra courses, he's working a full-time job and he's doing a full-time course. right? Night he,
0: school, dude.
1: Night school. Like, he's doing whatever it takes, right? Putting in, yep. putting in the hours and, and you know, me and Andrew uh, are in a bunch of other coaching programs and you know yes your coaches have coaches right that's called being congruent if you have a coach by the way and they don't have any coaches you should probably fire them as a coach Dude, that's, that's huge yeah that's like i think i don't know who said that i think it was tony robbins right he's like <laughs> tony's like you don't have a coach your coaches have a coach probably not a good coach but the point is is that it's just like this constant desire to improve and learn and invest in yourself and 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 like that is ultimately the, the best thing you can ever do with your time and money right because it pays back 5, 10, 15, 20x, right? Yep. On what you do. And only you can do it, right? No one else can do it for you. Even if you hire a consultant. And Andrew, how many of our clients hire consultants and they pay them hundreds of thousands of dollars? Dude, it's probably- they come into their business. They drop in these systems. They drop in SOPs, right? And then they leave. And what happens, invariably, is that it's just like going to a motivational speaker conference. You go for three days. You get all amped up, right? And then that wears off, Right. The, the high wears off. It's the same thing. You bring in a consultant, you bring in an expert, you hire people, and then they leave or you know, they quit or whatever, right? It stops getting done because you don't have skin in the game and you don't have, you know, let's say the pain maybe to get it done yourself. And I think that's the difference, right? That separates real business owners from from guys who just have a job, right? Am I Dude, kidding?
0: well. I think one of the biggest things that we're now talking about a little bit more, and we're going to be talking more and more about it, is the mindset. Okay, <laughs>
1: um,
0: consultant is not going to, and it doesn't like. First of all, if you're reaching out for help and you're getting somebody,
1: I, I first of all, I think that's awesome. Okay, Well, there's no magic um, pills, though, right? Like guys, right, like no, there's not. You know, the only no. person who can do the work is you. At the end of the day, like no one's going to save your business, but you. Okay, I don't. You don't care if your business partner. I don't care if your wife's your business partner your dad, whoever, right? Like Mm -hmm. no one, your son, no one will save your business, but you. And if you don't like, you know, where your business is at right now, then ultimately it's a direct reflection on you as a person and as a leader. And you just haven't taken the steps and invested the time and money and energy needed to get your business to where you want to go. It's just that simple. Right. And like, I don't mean to offend anybody listening to this podcast, but I think, you know, you guys know we're no BS. Like, I think some of you need to get offended and need to get fired up to To make those changes, because you're like again, you can't expect anybody else to ever care. And I think Andrew, you learned the hard way, right?
0: (laughs) You know what? I I learned the hard way, and I also learned through a cocky attitude. And Mm -hmm. I I have to say, like my mom gave me reality checks throughout the uh, you know throughout this pathway, including including my grandparents and my dad a little bit, but mainly my mom, where. I, my mom, I think on it's on a podcast where I, I came home and I was bitching and complaining about my moderate oh, yeah. yeah, right with the team, and I was like, yeah, you know, man, nobody good out there, and then my mom's like, yeah, well, you get what you deserve. never heard
1: that line before?
0: I'm like, what'd you say? <laughs> I said, what'd you say? She goes, my mom, eh? <laughs> she's like hardcore. She can, like Mrs. Politician, but she can be hardcore. The red freaking red haired Irish, right? Yeah, yeah and she mom, yeah. Uh, she goes, don't ask me again. Mm-hmm. When I know that you've heard me cuz this conversation will be over. I'm like, okay okay I'm like whoa, 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 okay okay like cuz I knew she she had something to give me, right? But I'm like what do you mean you get what you deserve, mom? She's like, "Well, what kind of process do you have in place?" Now yeah. fortunately enough, my mom worked at the government. So she and she was part of the hiring process, right? She's head of she was head of uh, payroll, right? So she was head of a department, so she had to hire people. Right? The one thing about the, where she worked at, there was policies and procedures, and here's how you hire people. Bonds, and, yeah. and Maybe now, too well, much, with the government Just for a reason. Right, the other way. Too, <laughs> yeah, it, that's problem with the yeah. corporate. Right, Red the tape, other way. Right? Yeah, yeah. but I hit zero. Yeah. Well, how'd you hire the last guy? Well, he was buddies of Jim. Johnny so on that, the spot. That's how you <laughs> hired him? Yeah, because yeah. he's buddies with Jim. Well, how's Jimmy working out? Well, not so
1: good. Oh, there you go. Yeah yeah. So let's talk right. about that. Like the the like the, the things you did, maybe too. Like yeah, like invest in your like to become a coach, right? Like oh, know, dude, yeah, there are yeah. a lot of books out there, but like yeah, like what you know, what are the things that you did? And I believe in it so much,
0: bro, that I invested over hundred thousand dollars. Okay, and you ready for this? Um, out of my class, okay, out of my class, uh, there's only one person left out of thirty seven people, and they're just barely making it like they're barely making it breaking even yeah so they all went bankrupt with their coaching business they all like which just tells you what like they didn't
1: why do you think I mean, listen like it's like contractors most contractors fail like why do you think most coaches fail well they
0: most coaches fail same as most business owners because they're trying to they're trying they're buying something and they think that back to the mindset and doing Hmm. it you know doing it themselves they think if they if I buy this thing right they're trying to buy the magic pill that's it And it's like, and I came into it going, well, I'd already sold my business. I knew what already running it was like. I knew what looking at my financials were. I I knew it. I just, I was like, I was trying to take it to like, is there stuff that I don't know that I can, that maybe this franchise can bring to the table for me and and my clients, right? But people, people would come in there and they never ran a goddamn business before. I'm like, dude, you're, you think that paying a hundred grand for this coaching franchise is going to allow you to coach other business owners. So like, yeah, but you've never ran a business before. They're like, yeah, well I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm like, dude, no, you, no. I, I, would I hire
1: you? People, people if, will smell that on all the, on you all day. right? People will oh,
0: smell but, that. Dude, they sell it. They get suckers all day long. So, yeah. so well, let's come back to your question. So what your question was like, say it again.
1: Like, yeah. what, what I mean, yeah, maybe to talk about, you know, why you joined other coaching programs? You know to learn how to be a better coach. Yeah, why, yeah, you know, because because one thing that I
0: that. yeah one thing I realized was that whole concept of leapfrogging decades to the days. Okay, mm-hmm. you that know when I, yeah when I when I tried to when I tried to do it on my own, it took forever. Right, like even though mm-hmm. I, I can't, even though I was able to systemize my contracting business, dude, it took it was like nine to ten years of hell.
1: And I'm like, yeah, a ton of work. Like not like oh, 10 years, 40
0: hours a week, like 100 Dude. hours a week stress. Dude. You know, like, yeah. Tons of night easy. school, tons of reading yeah. books, tons of like, okay, this guy's got the, a different opinion than this guy and it's the same problem. The, like, okay, I'll try this. Oh, that cost me 100 grand. Oh, shit. I lost a whole bunch of employees because I, I because, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I, I think, I think that you have to, you have to come to grips with this. Um, and this is a good indicator of becoming a champion CEO. is I agree with what you said around, nobody else can do it but yourself, and I disagree yep. with it, okay? And Liam knows, my whole team knows, that I'm not, I'm never- Let me guess. rephrase,
1: yeah. nobody can want it as much as you. you That's it, right? Bing. You na- yeah. now you nailed it, <laughs> right?
0: Now you nailed it, okay? You yeah. have to be defined by your why, right? Is it mm-hmm. Simon Sinek? Is a great book, yeah. right? Start, Start with, with why, why. yeah. yeah Yeah, it's good fucking great book guys and it's like this big right oh i don't have time to read it well then i guess you'll never fucking uh get better at understanding your why what this is the whole point if you try to figure it out on your own if you try to get the proper perspectives if you try to just get your mind to figure it out on your own i'm going to tell you right now that is a big flaw because there are other people out there who have the right mindset Backed by the right tools, backed by the right systems. Who've
1: already been where you are, who solved these problems, right?
0: Yes, dude. You heard Mm -hmm. me use the example of Einstein, right? E equals MC squared. Any one of us on this call going back in time trying to figure that fucking. Wait, coming up with it. How much? What? Come on. Like, none of us would come up with it, right? Or like a very small percentage, true? Yep. Or you can just go use the equation. Test it out and well, go. I, it works. I prefer the
1: other Einstein one, right? Like the thinking that created your problems is not the thinking oh, that dude, that's Oh, dude, awesome. <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing for most people, right? It's like that's beauty. You get to a certain point, and you're like, "Oh man," like you know, I've hit a ceiling, or I can't get to where I want to go, or all, all that kind right. of stuff, right? And then you're just like, "Oh," you know, and then you're and then you're wondering why you're stuck, right?
0: Totally, dude. Like you know, let's let's just touch on some of these things so that people can be like, "Okay, what are you referring to?" Well, let's get let's you know, I always talk about let's go under the hood, right, dude?
1: Yeah, yeah, do
0: so if we look at this business, right, when I had my contracting business and I look at all the struggles, okay, get ready for this. Out of the 10 years, the last year and a half to two years, okay, was 80 to 90% of solving the fucking the prior eight-year problem. Everybody listening to that, the last year and a half to two years, my business went from the shit to like rock star profits. Rockstar systems, rockstar policies, mm-hmm. rockstar procedures, you know, a scalability, all the rest of this kind of stuff, like profitability, freedom, all the rest right. of this kind of stuff. And you're like, wait a second, I thought you said it took ten years. It did take ten. But the amount of time that it took once you've got once I got the right principles, once I figured it out, and by the way, I didn't come up with all the templates. I'm gonna be straight up with you. I'm not no, a fucking char- I'm not a charter accountant. No. I, I hate I hate creating spreadsheets. Jen was great at it and you know it tapped into the lawyer t- tapped into the contracts right got sued like big time for three fucking years learn the hard way every, everybody after having to borrow money off my freaking mom who had to remortgage your house I'm not I'm, jo- I'm not joking everybody because I realized that the old adage growing up on a farm of the handshake and what that meant doesn't work it might work in the farming community yeah it might it, work in the farming community it didn't work in the in my business community okay I got screwed
1: yeah,
0: no. to- totally Okay, and um, and thank God I recovered because I had the profits too. But it cost me fortune because I didn't have contracts in place because I you know did the old you know like guys would change orders. So let's look at the, uh, some of the stuff. Like having the policies and procedures, having the structure with the right why, like you said, with the right purpose behind it, right? Yeah. On how to be a leader, right? On how to communicate to your team on how to make sure that you know your guys have what they need to succeed. Instead of going like the old mindset for eight years, these guys are useless. These guys are fucking yeah. idiots. No, There's no good simple. guys out there the versus I'm like, right. Yeah. Versus looking in the mirror like you said and going, wait a second, I'm the one that's allowing this. I'm the one that's creating this environment i'm the one that's hanging on to these employees i've got say you know i had 20 some guys working for me i'm i'm the guy hanging on to you know i've got these five or six amazing rock stars and i got these other jackasses and i keep using the excuse of like oh i'm so busy i can't let anybody go and then i'm losing all my good guys because the only people i'm tending to
1: are who who the, the needy ones it's like hey, yes. your, your worst clients are the ones that get up all your time right and Listen, guys, in everybody's business who's listening to this call, like in Andrew's previous businesses, right, even with PFC now, like, guys, there's always ups and downs, like, you're never going to avoid that. Like, it's, if you think it's always going to, you can get it so it's always easy, like, just get that out of your fucking head, because there's always going to be challenges, always going to be ups and downs, right? But the thing that I want people, that what, what needs to resonate with everybody listening is that, listening to Andrew's journey of story is that, guys, it's, and you've gone through this multiple times, right? It's never, ever too late. To get back control of your business, like Andrew says, you're only ever usually one or two steps away from that. But the thing that separates the winners from the losers, right, is the people who are going to who are willing to take you know immediate action. Oh, like I'll get that system in place in two months, and like yeah, but once I get a good PM, like then I'll have time to work on the business, and yeah, or you know, once Jen you know quits her job and she can take care of the kids at home, then things it's like no, right? It's like you have all these options in front of you. You have the podcast, you have you know, um, our accelerator program, the coaching program, like right? All the ship, all the trainings guys, like, and that's just us. Like there's, there's a lot of great coaching companies, a lot of great teachers out there, right. You can go buy, you know, a million different books, right. It's taking the immediate action, but I think it's what, what it's this. And this is what happened, Andrew, with you, let's say before we decided to bring me on board is like, until you adopt the mindset mm-hmm. of the person you want to become, Yes. right. You will never book be- like your perspective of where you are now that thinking is what's holding you back. And until you realize that, oh shit, I need to change my perspective, my thinking, I need to adopt the mindset of the, like the successful future person I want to become, nothing will ever change. That's why fat people stay fat. That's why drug addicts stay addicted to drugs, right? That's why most coaches fail. It's why most contractors fail. That's why most small businesses fail.
0: Mm-hmm. Liam, you and I got to do another podcast on the 10 commandments
1: yeah oh hell yeah the so
0: initial. let me just nail a couple of them
1: is what yeah. i'm is what I'm saying making sense like it's, you know you, told, in terms dude, of, told, told, you have told. to take action and action can be firing just firing a bad guy action can be going you know what like i'm gonna start taking deposits and i'm gonna have a contract with people like people think action is like massive right like boulders it's, it's the pebbles right it's like these small things you do and you just say fuck it like i'm not doing that anymore
0: you know dude how about this how about somebody say i don't have time to join this free contractor tips group of profit for contractors with all these tools and templates, and there's what? How many people we got in there? Like nine, almost ten thousand. Yeah, you guys,
1: ten thousand other people. that Guys, are... we all have the same amount of time, right? that's what we choose to do with it. All right, but it's a community, like yeah, right. Leverage and there's that. and there's tools
0: in there, right? Yeah, right. I had none of that shit. Yeah, okay? no. okay. I know podcasts. There's podcasts that exists exist in my you know with my walker and diapers now. Okay. Like seriously, that's,
1: that's I had Smartsheet in my business. That was like the height of dude, technology. Dude, that's
0: it. That's still gold, though.
1: But I had like V1 of Smartsheet. I was okay. like one of the first like, hundred users, <laughs> right? I'm like trying to figure. I'm like talking with the owner, like, "Hey, like, how do you make this feature?" And he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta figure." It's like, guys, it's the greatest time ever to be a contractor. It is like it today, is. right now, and every day forward is the greatest time ever. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, so uh, you know, a couple of a couple of um, you know, let's call it commandments. Okay. Um, hire people and find people like Liam on this podcast who's smarter than me. In certain like, things. What? Right?
1: In, in certain play, things. To your, play to your weaknesses, right? Dude,
0: but that's huge. I mean, a lot of people get intimidated by that. Why? Oh my God, I don't. The, the reason you don't trust it, everybody, is because you've created an environment of distrust in the sense that. You know, if you got a whole bunch of guys that are working for you and they don't show up on time, they don't fill in their paperwork, they're fucking it's on you, you know, and you got a bunch of clients that don't pay you, you're like, you're in, an, you're in a bubble of untrust, okay? <laughs> and, and, the, and the reason you're in that bubble of untrust is because you've allowed it, okay? So you're like, okay, Andrew, like, so I, I, where are you going with this? Well, the, re- the reality is, and this is where the paradigm shift or mindset shift Okay. But again, reading great books, by the way, Liam. I talk about this Stephen Covey 7 Habits of Highly mm-hmm. Effective People. Yeah, Robert, my bro, bought that for me guys when I was like 19. I read that fucking thing, right? But while lies become a tradesperson, person, I'm like, I want to be I, I, I this this makes sense to me, right? Okay? And that was the shift, by the way. Even though and you no, know, like that was a shift because I started thinking differently, right? So, right. when you look at the trust side of things, guys, when i can when i when you have the proper hiring process you can hire people smarter than you because you have a process to make sure that it's a trustworthy process so you can you can get a trustworthy person i got a trustworthy person called liam i got stephanie i got i got guys like we've we've grown how much liam in the last three years like dude what
1: like a thousand percent
0: (laughs) no no, and that's no bullshit true people think you're full of shit
1: true no they, they can fuck off i don't really care <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but here's the thing guys you should care
0: because you want to work with somebody and i'm not making this a sales pitch but i'm serious you got to work with a coaching company that is fucking delivering on their own promise to their own company guys how is it the profit contracts is able do to it. Yes. yes go up three a thousand percent and in our industry just to let you know it's the same thing that's happening we have a fraction of the employees and our our results are fucking exponential how did Andrew do it back when he had a, a contracting business? Well, first of all, Andrew didn't do it. He had a team
1: of smarter people. Yeah, a Good team, good systems. Yeah. It's all right? right.
0: Exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. So, so one of the commandments guys, just to touch on that is like, you got to hire people smarter than you. Okay. And you know, with that being said, you've got to take action. And one of the things that we've been creating over the last little bit is opportunities for you guys. And I mean that honestly. Okay. I, no, right. don't take this the wrong way i don't need the business i'm fine i've been fine for a long time from a financial front we do this to help people and the and and to change things that's why we got this contractor tips group right like seriously it's a free group yeah
1: let's, let's talk about this because i think a lot yeah. of people in the podcast they see you know the coaching clients on there getting these massive wins and stuff and yeah. they're like hey i'm too small or like a you know, pfc only deals with like bigger contractors and that was the case for a while and we knew that guys we knew we had to get that to be you know the flagship of of our business because we knew that we couldn't if we didn't figure that out and figure out what those guys need. Right, we, we weren't able to reverse engineer what maybe smaller contractors need if we hadn't worked with guys who are bigger and started them and grew them and all that fun stuff. So now that we've done that, now you know Andrew's been able to put together something for people who are smaller who don't maybe have the team yet, who don't who aren't ready for the systems, but they know they want to get there, right? But what do I do now to prepare for that, or what do I do to solve the problems I'm having right now to actually get off the tool to make my first hire. Right. So, yeah, we do work with everybody, but we had to make that choice because, again, it's about niching. Right. We can work with everybody and build a million programs and products, or we can focus on helping a certain type of contractor, certain revenue, certain team size. Right. Get them to a certain point and then use that to fund the R&D to build. Right. Same thing. We, we niched. And now we're expanding. Right. Not a lot. We're not expanding into 50 things. But what are who are like the three or four main people, Andrew, we're going to you know, niche on? Well, we're,
0: first, first of all, we only help contractors.
1: No, but within, of course, we like, no, know, like, I'm just, I'm within, just saying,
0: like, yeah. we don't help, we don't help lawyers and doctors. I'm just saying, like, yeah. so then what do you do? So this is back to your, I'm going we're going to talk yeah. about this and you guys can apply this. Yeah. Okay? We're
1: going to so, wrap this up. We've got five minutes. Right. So let's wrap it up. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, so not industrial, commercial and, and residential, everybody. Okay. Like, like, what are you nuts? You, you can't service all those effectively and profitably. I'm telling you mm-hmm. right now. Okay. And you would call bullshit. Then probably get off the podcast because uh, we've proven it out by thousands and, and people that we've helped. Okay. The people, the other people that we help, guys, it's you know we're heavily focusing on like service-based businesses, right? So yeah. you know trades-specific, skilled trades people. Okay, so electricians, plumbers, HVAC, right? Skilled trade. Yeah. So think skilled trade. Yeah. That's roofers, insulation, roofers, roofers, doors, roofers carpenters, yeah. right? carpenters, right? Skilled yeah. trades people. Okay, it doesn't mean somebody. Uh, it doesn't mean a property management company. No, that doesn't fall into that category. Some of the other guys, Liam. Who else do we help?
1: Uh, I mean, like really good renovators who like, you know, specialize just in like, let's say like bath and kitchen or like, you know, additions, like, you know, right. very, very niche, right? Totally. Okay. Now, size of companies. Guys, we, we've we helped,
0: we've, we work with people that have got hundreds of employees, but we also work down to the level of, of, of a guy just with his truck just starting out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I've felt bad over the years. I ha- I be honest with you, and you guys might want to. You might. I'm I'm being straight up with you. Emotionally, it might be a challenge mindset because you're like, I'm not able to help everybody that calls here. Look, if you don't pick a focus, so we're able to help. Uh, you know, somebody just started out as a tradesperson. They're driving in their truck. They want to start a business. They got two guys working with them. They've got ten guys working with them. They got we are able to help with all those people because we were able to help the people of the hundred and some employees. Now we broke, no. it broke it down and broke it down and broken down, right? So it so doesn't matter what type of contractor you are and what size of contractor. Um, you, if you're a one-man show, I'm going to tell you right now, you're not meant to be in a program that's the higher level because it's just going to be too much for you. Exactly. So you need, right. So we've created products, guys, that are specific to your needs, Okay. And 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 also from a cost perspective, right? It's got to make sense. We're not we are not going to sell something that's not an investment for you. That means if you yeah, buy all of it, our
1: programs, guys, like guaranteed ten x ROI, like that's the minimum for us yeah. to know we're getting. If you do inside. the shit, if you do the work, yeah. Let me be clear, right? <laughs> you know, we, you can buy coaching from us and anybody else all day long, you know. But if you don't do the work, it's never going to happen, right? There is no. Get this out of your head right now, if you're listening. There is no such thing as done for you coaching. It doesn't exist. Someone can tell you what it is. They can tell you it might cost a ton of money. doesn't matter. Nope. Even Tony Robbins coaching Conor McGregor, Mike Tyson, Andre Agassi, right? It's still done with you. They're paying him probably a million dollars a session, right? It's, you know, it's still done with you coaching. They have to go and do the work, right? Tony Robbins isn't calling them every day. Hey, did you do this? Did you meditate? Did you eat right? You know, did you not do drugs? Like, that's expensive. McGregor, right. McGregor's not calling up and going, "Yeah, I I was in the
0: ring, uh, sh- I was in the ring fucking sparring for the last two hours for you, dude. So your your skills have increased, dude." Doesn't work that way, right? Now, yeah, well, do I'm we not- have done? Do we it, do we have done for you templates and tools to leapfrog decades of days that took me maybe ten years or some another contractor a year or two or six months or whatever to fucking create and and do by trial by error? Uh yeah, that you can just leapfrog. you've got to be the one that uses it okay it's reality okay so i think i think what i want everybody to understand here is this no matter where you're at okay we've created this because my passion to help as many contractors as possibly uh, as possible uh, across the globe we have to be congruent and and that means that we've created um, ways for no matter where you're at to get the help you need whether it's not costing anything you know maybe you're you know maybe you just start out as a contractor and you're in your truck and you're like man i don't even i don't even have anybody to talk to join the contractor tips group guys like there's nine thousand people to talk to i I think somebody might help be able to help you in there and we have our
1: podcast yeah like button exactly (laughs) our instagram app for contractors right Uh,
0: so i think starting to wrap this up i want everybody to understand you know I, I didn't know exactly what I was going to be covering off on this, except for you know my journey, and that sort of brings me to a point of conversation, which is understand that you, it, this is a journey for you. I can't believe guys that I'm 50 years old. I can't. I, I, I honestly, honestly, I do shit that I, probably 16 year olds would be like my son. You know, we went hunting with my son, right? And he's sleeping on the couch. I'm you know putting a sticker on his head saying, you know, young, young young bull can't keep up with the old bull, right? Um, that day will come when that 's not the case, but it 's a journey either either you 're going to make it a, a journey
1: person,
0: yeah yeah with, with purpose and understand you can change the path that you 're on okay I wish i hadn 't had to go through eight years of hell to come up with the solutions that took me a year and a half to two years I wish but guess what I had nobody to go to um, mm-hmm. if you 're listening to this podcast, you have somebody to go to okay um, so change your journey. And 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 take a step back because it's hard sometimes. So it's too late,
1: right? It's not. Have to change, take Ask, immediate action. Oh. Yeah,
0: totally. And this is my last one. And then Liam, I want you to give me your wrap up of this. Is, yeah. It's so important to know your why, and we get so yeah. into this cycle of chaos and and this tornado. I call it the you know tornado of chaos that, that we forget. We just get into busy, 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 right? And it's like a drug, you know. The busier, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the busier we are, we think that that means that we're we're. We're putting in you know, time to solve a problem, when reality, you're, you're not solving fucking anything. Okay, I nope. hate to tell you, okay? Um, do things differently, and you'll get different results. Do things the same way, and you're gonna get similar, if not worse, results, okay? Okay, so change your journey. Think about where do you wanna be. I'm thinking about that right now. I'm at a different phase of my life than I was when I was 40, than I was 30, but I was at least lucky enough to have a mother, especially my mom. Who used to say so andrew what's the next what's the next five years gonna look like what, yeah, what do you what do you want it to look like what do you want it to look like in the next 10 years like if you don't think about that you're not gonna you're not your brain's not gonna be given the opportunity to think at the level it needs to to be able to mm-hmm. see what it needs to see
1: totally so yeah, I mean, your, yeah that's, a, that's a perfect way to <laughs> to kind of wrap it up you know and again we'll get feedback from people i'm sure people will rate us and that's just asking for, you know, more, more stuff about what we covered today. I'm sure you know we can do a follow-up session yeah. on this and maybe part of the thing commandments will do like a longer one. And yeah, I think again, if you're listening guys, you know, you know, maybe you've seen people on the, on the podcast in the champion CEO coaching program, maybe like, man, like there's no way, you know, I can be, you know, as big as Sean or, you know, cam or whatever. That's fine. We have the accelerator program, right? We have other ways to get you guys started to get, you get help. Join the Contra Chips group, right? Or just, again, like just reach out for help. You know, join the group, message us on Facebook, message us on Instagram, send us an email, right? It's it's not hard. And again, maybe now's not the right time to help you guys. Cool. But at least you, maybe you'll know well, what you have to do to get ready for that help, right? Just like you go audition for like, you know, a sports team. Hey, man, um, couldn't make it. You know, on the, we couldn't get you on the team, right? You're just not cut out for this year, but try again next year, right? Here's what you have to go work on. You got to run faster, you got to jump higher, whatever it is, right? Cool. And then you know, then you have a plan, right?
0: yeah and you know what happens guys that once you start getting this stuff in place you start looking forward to these roller coasters why because weather times are up you see opportunity when times are down you see opportunity it's a paradigm shift in how you look at things and you might be like what well guess what we'll talk about that on another podcast but for this time choose your journey don't let the journey be written by somebody else for you because i'll tell you what that's a <laughs> fucked up plan <laughs> yeah
1: oh, that's it. well you're not in control right
0: that's it man okay mr morin Brother, awesome. I love that you're part of this family, and you know, I like you know. I like
1: being the podcast host. Let's do us
0: more, <laughs> okay, man. Let's do more.
1: You, you interview me, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a whole interview the team series, dude. We'll that's interview a great each other. idea. There we go. See, awesome. Okay, guys, another no
0: bullshit podcast from see profit guys. see you Seeing the flip side. Okay, get rid of the bullshit. Just keep focusing Take on action, moving forward. <laughs> Hey, Rockstar, I hope that you enjoyed that one. I mean, if you did like this podcast, leave a review, leave a comment. You know, this will help us a lot to keep you bringing the gold, keep help allowing you to delegate, dominate, and deliver so you can take your contracting business to the next level. Now, make sure you subscribe, get the latest teachings and insights, and we will see you back here for another No Bullshit Podcast. No, seriously, no bullshit.